Well, welcome everybody, and thank you for joining our webcast today. As you know, the Association of Value-Based Cancer Care is responsible for information and dialogue in our ecosystem across all stakeholder groups. This ensures that patients will win on access and quality. We need to constantly improve and change our tactics and our deliverables in cancer care. This is why we hold these webcasts. This is why you're dialing in. We have key opinion leaders, the influencers, the important decision makers who are driving change in our ecosystem. Please join us, participate, ask questions, and offer your voice too. It's hugely important. So thank you for joining. We look forward to participating with you more. Stay safe. Thank you. Hello. I'm Bruce Feinberg, a medical oncologist by training, but for the past 10 years, I've served as the chief medical officer for Cardinal Health Specialty Solutions. Today, I was asked to moderate a program to really address not just the impact of COVID and the pandemic on oncology practices, but the potential long-term impact on the pursuit of value-based care in practices that are already within OCM and looking forward to participating in OCF. And that's the oncology care model and oncology care first, the model that may be seen as the version two of the oncology care model. With me today were Sibel Blau. Sibel runs a very large practice in the Northwest that has also formed a network of like-minded practices, which is somewhat in vogue right now as about a half dozen of these large regional networks and in some cases, national networks have evolved in just the past few years. With her was Dr. William Mitchell, and he too has a practice, which is OCM in South Carolina. Bill's practice is smaller, but is very progressive and vertically integrated with a host of services, including imaging, lab. And we asked both of them and one other panelist, Amy Valley, who works with me at Cardinal Health, to be able to weigh in on what's happening across the spectrum of not just COVID, but COVID's impact on oncology and specifically on the oncology care model and the transformation to a value-based care environment in cancer care and in healthcare. Amy's role in this was really through her work in Cardinal, particularly with our GPO vital source, is being able to give that broad brush of working with tens of practices in similar situations and so we just don't have the input from two practice leaders who are quite progressive and sophisticated in their approach, but also be able to round that out with a much broader brushstroke of what's happening across the industry. As we learned from them, both practices had been quite advanced in the way they approached OCM. They felt that they were doing well in OCM. They were looking forward to even a more aggressive episode-based care environment with OCF. They had made investments in technology, investments in staff, and all of that had happened at the point in time when COVID struck. It's difficult to paraphrase their comments regarding the impact of COVID, but essentially in a period of just a few weeks, their entire practices and all the support that they need from radiology and interventional radiology and surgery shut down in the hospitals that are in their markets. And with that, they had to reinvent the way they practice cancer care. Much of that initially was done through telemedicine, and they were able to retain the importance and the value to the patient of their care through telemedicine as a means of contacting them, and then deploy new methods and processes within the practice 
to be able to serve them with infusion therapy. Now, in the six months since this has all transpired, in Bill Mitchell's case, he is doing almost no telemedicine, whereas in Sybil Blau's practice in the Northwest, they're still doing about 40% telemedicine. They both think that telemedicine will have some role in the future, Bill to a more limited degree than Sybil thought, but it's clear that telemedicine is just one tool of the many tools that'll be needed in how to manage a practice in the future post-COVID, which may very well be 12 or 18 months in the reset of the new reality. And so our focus was, do they believe that they will survive? And Bill talked about the overall survival of the medical oncologist, a term I coined back in 1998 as being extremely relevant right now in how practices can survive this current environment where revenue has taken a hit. And Amy was very valuable in being able to tell us what those numbers were metrics across a large number of practices with the 15 to 30% reduction in new patient volume, a similar reduction in infusion suite activity. And that's not just because of substituting oral therapies for infused therapies, but also because of actual reductions in numbers. And Sibel thought that that likely will translate into patients being diagnosed later with later stage disease and will have implications on what has been now 25 consecutive years of reduced cancer mortality in this country. It was a robust conversation. Uh, it covered a lot of ground. I think it's so difficult to use it as a crystal ball into the future, but it certainly helped our audience understand the complexity that's involved in managing a cancer practice even one that may only be a few doctors as in Bill, or one that may be not just a large practice, but part of a much larger network of 10 or 20 practices, or in the case of the Vital Source GPO, a multiple of that. And so our hope is that maybe in three or six months, more time evolves, we'll understand better the implications of vaccines, how this will unfold for practices like theirs, for the networks with which they may be participating, and in the more general realm, uh, how it will impact the GPOs, distribution networks, and the overall access to care in oncology. Well, gee, that was just great today, and thank you for joining. Thank you to our faculty and our panelists. As usual, great content, and the sharing of information, usually important if we are going to improve access and the quality of care that we're responsible for delivering, along with change in this ecosystem. Like today, there'll be other and future webcasts. We cover all topics and all stakeholders. Stay tuned. Also, we post this on our website. It's very important that you can dial down and share with your colleagues. So we encourage you to do that. Additionally, if any of you have any comments, send them in through our website. If anyone would like to participate in speaking or has some other ideas, please share them with us. That's our mission. Thank you for joining. Talk again.